Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Spring in the Spoiling culture right in. <laughs> Professor over at The Athletic. Speaking of spoiling the game, I just did let our audience know there were two, ten- two games that Jason Jones was in attendance oh, at. Wow. Games number five. Game's number seven. Wow. Wow. You look at me like I'm the one who didn't play Davion Mitchell. <laughs> okay. Seven. Well let's 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 get into that. Are you are you of the belief that uh uh Mike Brown didn't have his, his best outing on Sunday? Yeah, I think it's the some of the criticisms are fair. I think the fact that that might have been one of the easiest fifty balls I've seen a guy get in a while. And Davion had proven that he had been at least annoying to Steph. Mm. I think it's a fair criticism. I don't think it's uh, the end of the world by any stretch. I don't think, you know, we're not in New York. No one's going to call for Mike Brown to be fired over it. But, you know, I think it, I think it, I think once you get past the euphoria of, yay, we made the playoffs, that kind of that feeling, there's some things to look at the series and kind of go, man, what if, you know, we're up 2-0. But games and even still had game seven and home and didn't win the series. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think there are some things to kind of look back and say, well, what could you have, you know, what, what do you do differently? You know, and I think a lot of it is there's not nearly the same level of like heat or criticism on the team just because, well, they ain't been in the playoffs in forever. But I mm-hmm. think if this were next year, the tone would be a whole lot different. You know, it, you know, you're up 2 0. Yeah. And you're going into a game three with two of their top eight guys out mm-hmm. with a chance to go up 3-0 and you don't win that series, you know, and, and you lose your last two home games. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think there is, you know, if we want to get into that, there is some things to be to look at and wonder, well, what could you have done differently? But I think right now, folks are just so happy the Kings made the playoffs. <laughs> well, that it's a fair criticism to say they lost their last two home games, but you do got to note they did win in one of the more difficult, one of the better home court advantages in the entire league in between the two. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's no yeah, no dispute in that, but they're also up 2-0 with a chance to go up 3-0. And I think even after the game, Damian said, you look back, that's the moment where you go, man, we had a chance to really knock them out, and we didn't. Part of that, you know, part of that, you know, they'd never been there before. Part of it could be experience, like like De'Aaron said. You know, a lot of those guys hadn't been through that before. So it's, it's a learning experience. Like I said, if this is 2024 and they're up 2-0 on somebody with home court advantage and don't finish it, I think the tone's going to be a whole lot different. Yeah, I, I agree. It definitely will. And then we talked about this yesterday, but, um, you know, that being up 2-0, and then coming back, we see it a lot of time in these series. I understand that, but you had an opportunity to just win one of those. And I, I looked at that Sunday game with Harrison Barnes' shot. Is man, it didn't end the series by any means, but that was a missed opportunity. Not getting one of those games in in San Francisco because you were good enough. And I thought in that game four, I thought they played well. I thought they played well, and and just little things towards the end of the game that I don't know. 
three or four possessions where they were down one and they ended up being empty possessions. Um, just little things like that. It was, it was a little frustrating. That game four was tough in hindsight. Well, it was yeah, tough the Warriors, in real time. The Warriors beat nice. them with the little things. Mm-hmm. You look at games four through seven, the, the, the one with the King, they lost in the little things. I think I can't erase from my memory in game five, Gary Payton, the second, weaving his way through Kings for offensive putbacks. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. You know, game seven, you know, Kavon Looney becomes Moses Malone in the third quarter and grabs every, you know, it, they, you know, and like I said, De'Aaron spoke about the game. Those are the things that Mike Brown harped on them all year. It's the little things yeah. that they were casual with during the year that eventually got them. So I, uh, if you're the Kings, you're hopeful that having experienced this and realizing just how vital those things are, even realizing, hey, guess what? We can play defense. It doesn't have to be an option. We can do it and still play our style. You hope all that carries over into next season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Mike again talked about that today. Uh, he talked about, you know, if there's something that's going to haunt him, it's the offensive rebounds. And that's one thing that Casey and I talked about is, it, it, as you noted, it was per- like those problems weren't problems that popped up in game seven or game five or in this series. They're things that Mike has tried to correct all year long. And you would see moments yeah. where he would talk about Keegan having – you know, three rebounds or or Keegan having zero rebounds or somebody having zero rebounds, and then you'd see this big impulse to get out there and correct that issue. Mm-hmm. And then it would kind of go back. And then it was something Mike was trying to correct all year, all year, all year, all year, and then you get in the playoffs, and all of a sudden you're doing fine in the first half. In the second half, uh, again, Kavon, Moses, Malone, Mo- uh, uh, Looney uh, beat you on the boards. Yeah, and it's just one of those things where – Sometimes you got to go through it to figure it out. And, you know, a coach can say it repeatedly, you know, and it's it's tough to drill that in when you're having the best regular season in almost 20 years. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, yeah, we're not doing that right. But guess what? We're third in the West. Guess what? <laughs> you know, we're winning a lot. You know, we're winning more games here than we've won, you know, in almost 20 years. Yeah. But I think now you go into the next season, you go into this offseason, the expectation level is different. Guys have now experienced it and say, you know, we want to get back there and we want to do better. So I think sometimes that's what it takes. You know, I've heard I, it was crazy. It's going to be sound crazy. But I remember a few years ago, the year they finished ninth, but they were like, what, nine games out of eight. And I, I was actually talking to your, our friend, Buddy Heal. Good friend. And Buddy, <laughs> Very and good Buddy said, Buddy said back then. He thought it would be great for that group just to get in and feel it and experience it mm. to motivate them going forward. That's part of the reason why he was so disappointed that they, they missed the playoffs. He just thought it would be a good thing if they could just get in. And even if they got smashed, mm. now you now you know what it takes to get there. Now you can build on it. It's ironic. But now doesn't Buddy lead the league in active games play without making the playoffs now? I think so. Poor Buddy. Buddy Abdurrahim. Poor Buddy. <laughs> hate to see it Sharif Field <laughs> you, leave, you leave my fellow Cal Golden Bear out of this that's California Golden Bear legend Sharif he right is here. a legend I, I, was, I was one of the first guys I remember leaving after freshman year before yeah. we popular he was, he was the truth um, but yeah you know great experience what do you think that this series 
um, could potentially do for a guy like Sabonis. Where we know we, we'll talk about Fox and what it could do for him with his confidence. But Sabonis, there were some weaknesses to his, his game exposed. And, you know, he struggled in this series. How do you think he goes into this summer and, and tries to, um, you know, kind of kind of accept what happened in this series and, and build off of it and try to make sure it doesn't happen again? I don't know. I think part of it is there's just some physical limitations. I mean, Sabonis is a center, but you look at him physically next to a guy like Looney, <laughs> Sabonis don't like a big guy. Mm. I mean, there probably are things he can do. You do have to wonder how much the hand by the end of the year might have affected his ability to grab the ball sometime. I don't know. I, that's just me speculating. But I don't, you know, I think some of it is just maybe, you know, you got to get craftier, you know. And I think another the thing that kind of caught my eye, too, was, you know, when even when Mike mentioned about complaining to the officials, it's like it, that's a mental thing. You, if you haven't gotten the same call for five games, just play. You got to play through it. And I, I look at De'Aaron. De'Aaron figured it out and was like, okay, this is what it is. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, we're going to mix it up. Let's mix it up. I, you can see guys, you know, you can see a guy like Davion like that. You can see guys where they were like, even Malik, you can see Malik was like, okay, yeah, this is what it's about right here. You know, and Sabonis has to get to that as well. And maybe part of that is also helping him, whether it be scheme-wise, you know, maybe you got to move him around to free him up on offense in those situations, or also personnel. Maybe you you need to get another rebounder next to him to help him. Because I think a lot of us knew going through, through the regular season that, you know, with all those double doubles he was piling up. I know I said it more than once. If he gets a physical big guy in the paint in the playoffs, he could have problems. And even though some he had games where his numbers looked okay, he just wasn't impactful the way they needed him to be impactful to win. Even though they won game six where it was probably his worst game. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. they, he just wasn't – it wasn't the impact that they needed from him. So I think some of his personnel, some of his him. So it's a – it's a mix. It's a mix. Sabonis has been through the playoffs before. It's not like this is his first time going through it, but he also had a rugged guy like Miles Turner next to him to help him out. So maybe the Kings have to kind of like we said about De'Aaron for years. Maybe you got to get somebody next to Sabonis to help him out. Where's the biggest? Where's the most growth that you think needs to occur with this team heading into next season? Defense and details. Mm. I think they got they clearly got to get better on defense. I mean, I still don't see a pathway toward advancing in the playoffs when you're like 29th and 30th in multiple categories. And I just think the details. I mean, they when you look at this series, you know, it's a, it's it's not boxing out a guy here. It's, you know, not grabbing an offensive rebound. It's a bad offensive possession at the wrong time, not running the stuff that you've run all year. You know, all of a sudden you want to go one-on-one with Andrew Wiggins. <laughs> you know, it's stu- it's the details. And that's, that's to me, that's honestly stuff they had to go through. To me, specifically De'Aaron. And I'm not, I don't mean to say that De'Aaron was, had a bad series. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying your best players have to be able to go through that. And I love the fact that he was like, I embraced, I embraced physicality. Mm-hmm. I am, you know, I understand that a jumper in game 20 is not the same as a jumper in the playoffs. A jumper in game 70 is not the same. I love that for him. I love the fact, you know, that he just – he gets it. He's a – I've always said he's a smart player. But to hear him just kind of – you know, now that I've been through it. And they also got to see this too. You know, even though they lost by 20 in, in game seven, they were right – they were – it's a thin line between them playing today and being at home. 
It wasn't like they got run out the gym. Mm -hmm. They didn't lose in four. So there's definitely a lot to build from. They got to get better in some some of those areas, just like, you know, maturity areas in terms of experience when it comes to the details. And some of, I think, is personnel. You got to get another rebounder in there, you know, another rebounder. Or or you got to have, you know, some guards and come in and help out. Because, I mean, Sabonis was getting beat up and <laughs> there was no one there to help him. Hmm. What? How do I put this? I was asked earlier, would you take uh, somebody that would make you better on defense, make you a better defensive team, but take away from your offense? Or would you try to go a little further in on what you're able to do on the offensive team. If you're Monty McNair, which one would you look at? Somebody that would take away from your offense but make you a better defensive team. Say like, um, I'm just throwing out a name, like Isaac Okoro. Like he can't shoot a lick, but he's probably a better perimeter defender. Would you take him? Or I think Kuz is a better defender too, but Kyle Kuzma. I'd take the guy who can play some defense. He's probably going to cost a little less. And – they can score. I mean, unless they go get three guys who can't shoot and start them, they're not going to have a problem scoring. I mean, unless they go get like, you know, put like Dylan Brooks at the two and get like the new version of Andre Robertson at the three, Oof. you know, or something like that, or get, and get like Rudy Gobert at the five. It's like three non-offensive players. Mm-hmm. They're going to score fine. And and even then, if you add a defensive play, a player or two, you can always sub them out and go for some offense when you need it. But I don't think they're gonna have a problem scoring. Hmm. I just think they need they need some, you know, some junkyard dogs, some 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 guys who don't mind getting dirty and getting, you know, getting in the mud and falling on the ground, fighting for loose balls, blocking shots, taking charges, all that stuff. Hmm. They got offense covered. I don't worry about them scoring at all. I think, you know, like I said, unless they did a, a crazy, this ridiculous overhaul to change the philosophy, which would make no sense. Get, you know, go out and get you a, a, a good three and D type guy to go in the mix. And I think they've got enough on offense to where they could cover for it. There's a report from Ramona Shelburne that Dylan Brooks asked for $25 million. See, that's why I would say under no circumstances. <laughs> $25 million over what, three years? or what? No. Even if it was over 25 20, years. 25. I'd say, <laughs> I'd say no. 20. $25 million per year. Oh, he wants that Jordan Poole money. Well, there's reports that that's Austin Reeves' money coming into the offseason. Well, <laughs> hey, I'll roll with it. Oh, hey, but Austin Reeves don't poke bears. Oh, yeah, he better help the hey, bear. I guess, I mean, if you're Dylan Brooks, you're probably sitting around going, hey, I'm as valuable to you as Jordan Poole was to the Warriors. Why can't I get that money? I mean – it never hurts to ask. No, it doesn't hurt to ask. That's right. Doesn't mean you're gonna get it. it I mean, I can't be mad at the man for asking. <laughs> I mean, he's probably what do you? What do you think about this series that starts tonight with uh, your Los Angeles Lakers and the Golden State Warriors? Uh, I like the Lakers for the same reason I would have liked them if they were playing the Kings. I just think their size up front is going to be going to be the. Uh, the difference. Mm-hmm. I don't know how tonight's going to go. Sometimes you see where a team coming off a of game seven has a little momentum still rolling from just having one. And sometimes those guys come out and look dead. <laughs> you just don't, you know, I don't know what, what you're going to get. I think it's a six or a seven game series. 
you know, I think, you know, Steph is going to get the Warriors at least two by, you know, when, you know, when I think you get to LA, LeBron or AD will get them. And I just think, I just think up front, the Lakers are just going to have a little too much length, you know, over the course of the series. I mean, AD right now was, you know, trying to be Bill Russell. I mean, that, that last Memphis game, he's like blocking reverse layups, like going like, no, you can't even reverse layup on me. I mean, and that was just the weird thing about Memphis. They just kept like, you know what? We're going to keep on trying this go right at Anthony Davis technique <laughs> to see what it gets us. And it got them, you know, I, I had never seen a team block that many shots over us in a series. Yeah, I, I think. So, but Lakers. I think I, I like the Lakers. I like the Lakers in the series. I think the Lakers are going to win too. I, I think, um, I think like you talked about the size is going to be an issue. And I also feel like the Warriors emptied the tank to get out of this first round. I think they're they're going to be running on E. We talked about, yeah. um, I kind of touched on it a little bit, but they got like, what I learned at the end of that series is they got like four guys that Steve Kerr trusts. Four guys. Yeah. <laughs> he don't even want to play some of these other guys. Yeah. And I think depth matters. I think you're seeing that with Phoenix. Everyone said, oh, they got, they got, they got these four guys, you know, they don't care who the fifth guy is. And when you see they're playing KD 44 minutes a game to get out of a series against the Clippers without Kawhi and Paul George, mm. yeah. <laughs> don't tell me depth doesn't matter. Don't tell me that CP had leaving the game the way he did, that he's not being overextended. Mm. I mean, depth matters. And the Warriors aren't a very deep. I, I thought the Kings had the Warriors beaten depth. The Warriors, the King, I mean, the Warriors are not a deep team. Like you said, they got they got their core guys, you know, you know, when one of the guys they trust is older and hurt, and that's Andre. You know, so you got Steph, Clay, Draymond, Looney, and then you just, you know, I, I think I would throw Wiggins in there. I think they got five guys they they trust. Then after that, it's kind of like, what Jordan Poole do you get this day? You don't know what Dante is going to be. I mean, Kaminga's like glued to the bench, you know. Mm-hmm. They use Moody a, a little bit, you know, but I just I just think the Lakers, you know, since that trade, those are those trades. It's just a different team than the one that you saw in October, November, December. Uh, we probably didn't devote enough time to the yeah. Suns last night. Like yes. that was a struggle. Like you mentioned, KD, KD took twenty seven to get twenty four. That is crazy, and then, and then the obviously the the story, this yeah. Chris Paul thing, yeah, again, again in the postseason. I have to excuse my kids; it's one of the kids' birthdays, so they're pretty hyped right oh, now. They turned up. That's all right. Yeah. Air horns. For I, I haven't which even one? given them any Mountain Dew or anything. Which one is it? Who's it's birthday? the youngest one. It's Kendrick. Kendrick's birthday. Air horns. For Kendrick. <laughs> Happy birthday, Kendrick! He did ask me. I'm going to tell you all that it was his birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday, Kendrick. Happy birthday, yeah. And up, true man. to true to being my son, he said what he wants for his birthday is one of the, his gifts. He wants the Lakers to win tonight. Oh. Oh, I, th- I thought for sure it was something wrestling related. <laughs> like he no, wants the he wants the new big gold belt. No, that's the oldest. No, the youngest one. He's he you know as he puts it, I don't care about the other teams. Only when the Lakers are playing. Oh, he sounds like a Warriors fan. Hey, hey. <laughs> he's nine. <laughs> he probably knows more he's basketball got, than Warrior some Warriors fans. fans. Are 29. <laughs> I'm feeling the same way. Yeah. They're 29. Yeah. The same way. yeah, but yeah, I, th- I mean, I was watching that game last night going, man, they, 
the Suns are hurting. <laughs> yeah, so so the Suns are hurting for sure. I don't know about you. I don't want to speak for yourself. I'll just speak for my seat for myself. Um, did I just completely overlook the Nuggets? Probably. I think we all did. I, I've liked the. I've I've said all year outside of the Nuggets, the West was basically toss it up, and everyone looked at me crazy. I think part of it was for a lot of people, kind of like Jokic fatigue. Hmm. Like, oh, here hmm. we go again. You guys are hyping him up and. And before they were like, you know, a four or a six seed when he won MVP. It's like now the year he wins the West, he's or they win the regular season in the West, he's probably going to finish second or third in the voting, which is not like embarrassment. But that, I mean, I probably like Aaron Gordon more than most people. He's having a good run here. Yeah. Michael Porter Jr., it's just been health with him. Yeah. You know, and Jamal, I mean, part of it is, you know, some of their key guys are just kind of hitting like Jamal Murray was like Jamal Murray was Michael Jordan on game one. And then he was me for most of game two. It was like, what is this? That's probably <laughs> that's probably part of the whole Nuggets thing is mm-hmm. we we were never really sure what we were going to get from Michael Porter mm-hmm. Jr. or Jamal Murray. And I think, you know, you said that if that if this is what we're getting, you know, Game two, notwithstanding the the zero for nine from three, and yeah. I think the ten points from Jamal Murray, yo, this they're legit. Like they're a team we would have been talking about all season had you know Jamal Murray been on point all season. Mm-hmm. Ha- had we seen you know a, a, a Michael Porter around the entire time, I think we would have talked about them differently. I do agree with you about the Jokic thing though, because it feels like they keep talking to us about how great Jokic is, how great Jokic is, but yet you've got all of these playoff eliminations uh, behind you, and you don't. You know, you hold other stars like you held Giannis to like this, you know, ridiculously high standard where he won a couple of MVPs, and you say, "Well, it doesn't matter if he doesn't win a title." And then he goes and wins a title, and so it, you know, Jokic is kind of in the same same boat. It's like he's already won MVPs that will somehow be more validated if he goes and wins a title. Yeah, and the thing is, he's. I mean, he doesn't. Even, he doesn't have a second All Star. He doesn't have Christmas. You know, I think uh, you, you 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 do the Giannis comp. Giannis had Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton. Mm-hmm. Last year, yeah, Jokic didn't even have Jamal Murray. Was it last year? I mean, yeah. you know, Murray missed the, you know, his two best two uh, offensive players are guys who were injured a lot. Whether it be Murray who was injured or, you know, Porter goes in, was, has been going in and out. So I think a lot of people, I, I mean, I was surprised how many folks were picking the Suns to beat them. I was just like, the Suns don't have enough oh, players. I just, they I, I don't feel they have enough players, you know, and you're asking KD, and it's funny, you're talking about LeBron's age. Steph isn't young anymore. Yeah. KD's not young, mm-hmm. you know. It's crazy you're to asking, think about, really, that KD is. Yeah, it's crazy yeah. how long they, you know, you're asking, <laughs> are you going to really ask KD at this? And KD hasn't played a lot of basketball in the last year or so. Mm-hmm. You forget that, too. He's been hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, played a lot so of basketball asking, like the last three years. Yeah. 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 So you're asking him to now be this guy to go out and be like, 2017 28 that's a lot to ask of him yeah. he's only been a son for like two months and even then he played in what like eight games in the regular season yeah they won all of them <laughs> <laughs> that's what got us they were like eight no like oh when like, here they come it's here like that, come. Right. and then yeah. you, what you said what i liked when that in that first game where tyron lou changed his lineup with the rationale being these guys don't even know each other let's see if i throw a wrinkle what'll happen they look discombobulated that first half yeah, they're like, oh man, we didn't plan for this. So I just think 
I just don't think Phoenix has enough depth. And if Chris Paul's going to be out for a while, mm. you know, who knows? But if they growing tightness, yeah. that's just a step away from a tear. Mm. I'm not a doctor, but, you know. Growing, that, growing tightness probably hits a little bit different at 38 yeah. than at 24. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, absolutely. Yeah, he's just not going to say, hey, go ahead, throw me back in the game. They're like, no, you, you know, you make a wrong turn on this. We've lost you until training camp. Yeah. You know, I remember AD tried to play on that thing with the 2021. Oh, yeah, that was all bad. That was all and bad. And it was like, oh, God, just get him off the court. He's trying. Chris ain't doing that. Yeah. <laughs> and, Chris, like, the, and Chris, you don't have to. No, you, like, don't, you, you don't have to, bro. You, we, you don't do you, that. You don't, you, don't need, you, know? you don't need to end your career like that. Uh, real yeah, quick, let Elfrey Payton handle it. Before we get out of here. Oh, it was, no, it was, it was campaign. campaign. My bad, my bad. Camp, yeah. Campaign. That's, that's, no, that's, that's not a good look. Um. You 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 guys just got good. Be humble. <laughs> um, we were talking about LeBron's in-game beefs are second to none. Sorry, yeah, what go he did ahead. to the Grizzlies. Uh, I, that was a year ago. That was an old one from the Grizzlies, but that was still cold. Oh yeah, that was cold. Um, we were talking uh, about potential national TV games and all this other stuff because of the ratings that happened for the first round with the Kings and the Warriors broke records that we hadn't seen in twenty-three years or whatever for the first round. Do you think? The Kings are in line for a Christmas Day game. They should be. I mean, they should be. I mean, they will let 10, 12 teams play on Christmas. 10, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't see why you wouldn't put them in the Warriors on Christmas mm-hmm. unless they decide they want to do Lakers Warriors. But even then, you could do Lakers, you know. Sure. I mean, I think there's some there's like some legacy teams that always get a christmas game. You got the Lakers are going to be on Christmas. Mm-hmm. The Knicks will be on Christmas. The Celtics will be on Christmas. Mm-hmm. You know, and probably and the Warriors. So, that's like six slots open now. Who do you want, you know, do you, you know, you figure, you know, a Philly will get in there. And I think before I would have maybe said, you know, the Grizzlies would be one of them, but who knows what they're going to look like, what they're going to do, but I'd have I'd have no problem. I don't think anybody would would uh Kings Warriors on Christmas Day. I mean, it'd be a cool tra- be a nice travel day for everyone to still see the family. You know, mm-hmm. go home after the game instead of having to you know go as I've done before on a holiday. You know, spend the night, spend Christmas night in a hotel. Mm-hmm. You I know, think it'd be here. Know. I think it'd be here. If the, unless would the Warriors you, win, if the go? Warriors win, I don't think it would be. Would, would I go? go? Yeah, I don't think I'd go. I think I'd go. Christmas Day game, yeah, for sure. I don't think I'd go. I wouldn't go. No, you gotta remember, I don't have a family. <laughs> it's like I can go. It's fine. <laughs> that sounds terrible. I don't. Like, I don't. I don't. I don't yeah, have to. You know, I'm, I'm lonely. I, yeah. I'm, 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 no one's. You know, unless Sprout looking at me, Dad, where you going? Like <laughs> I, that's about it. My kids would be like, "You're going where? Do what?" They're like, "Dad, the Lakers are on TV. Why are you leaving?" Yeah, see. Yeah, see that that just sound, I feel really sad now the way you said that. Like I went remember. to when they played the Mavericks uh on Christmas at Arco, I went to that game. It was fine. Like it, it didn't ruin Christmas or nothing. But I, I was also like eighteen, nineteen, so yeah, I would not have no kids. So. See now it's like you're going just like work. <laughs> like if I if I could go to a Christmas game where I didn't have to work, that's different. But if I go to a game now, I'm still like, Hey, so what do you write? I wanna write. I just wanna go to the game. So, yeah, I mean, if I could, like, go to L.A. for, like, say it was Laker Kings in L.A. on Christmas and I wasn't working, I'd do that. Yeah, that'd be fun. 
but yeah, but I mean, them probably be great. crazy. So now I'm cool. But they'll they'd never make the king travel. Like the the, no. the Lakers are gonna play at crypto on on Christmas Day. Didn't they, they play in Dallas on Christmas? Day? I they, mean, they they, they, they played on the road. did they? Yeah, they played in Dallas. Uh, That's another team that doesn't need to be on. No, Christmas. they don't need to be on there. Dallas can but go. On. Everyone loves a they, good good soap opera. You know, Kyrie might boycott the game. Who knows? They even made uh, Kobe <laughs> travel one time on Christmas. I remember they played yeah. like Chicago one time. Hmm. It, it, that probably has more to do with the uh, crypto availability than them wanting to make the Lakers travel. Mariah Carey Christmas special was that crypto that she make new NBA CBA numbers off of uh, all I want for Christmas. Oh, she make it. like $10 yeah. million dollars a year yeah. off of that. Yeah, she makes crazy money mm-hmm. uh, off mm-hmm. that song, off that single song. Uh, Jay, we appreciate you. As always, you got anything cooking uh, over at The Athletic we should know about? Not this week. I'm off this week, so I'm about to go out of town tomorrow. So okay, you know, so maybe some sometime next. We got some stuff. You know, I got a cool little Mother's Day story that's going to be come out. You know, when I get back in town. But yeah, this week I'll be chilling. I'm oh, not. You know, enjoy. He does, he does have something out right now. You got something out on Fox, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I wrote that, that after after the game. Yeah, on um Sunday, but yeah. That's yeah, that's out, and I noticed this too. The numbers on your stories are much different when you're writing about a team that wins. Yeah, we, we 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 can attest to that. Business like wow, I'm like it wasn't like this a couple of years ago, man. <laughs> People like to consume content about winners. That's yeah. Just yeah no one wants to read about loss number fifty seven. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Uh, Jay, we appreciate you as always, man. Enjoy your week off. Next week.